Hello and welcome to the Ruby section of the learning path here at GoRails. In this section, we're going to be working on building a solid foundation in the Ruby programming language itself. Now, our goal here is to lay a foundational understanding of the Ruby programming language so that when we get into Ruby on Rails, we can hopefully make uh, our understanding of that just a little bit smoother and a little bit easier to pick up. What we're going to do now is first talk about IRB. IRB is Interactive Ruby. It's a REPL, which stands for Read, Evaluate, Print Loop. And what it does is it allows us to enter an IRB session and we can then type Ruby code and hit enter. That code will be evaluated. It will print the result to us and then it will loop back and wait for, wait for you to enter more Ruby code. So REPL, Read, Evaluate, Print, Loop. So the way we enter IRB is just by typing uh, at a command prompt here, IRB, just like that. And we can hit enter there. And then now we can see that we are in an IRB session. We see that indication uh, right here, IRB, and then it's waiting now for us to enter some Ruby code here. So <clears throat> the one thing we can do is uh, we can just, you know, we can type some basic math in right here. We can say uh, two plus two, and then I can hit enter right here. IRB will read this code, evaluate it, and then print the result to the screen, and then loop back and wait for more uh, Ruby code for us to enter. So let's go ahead and hit enter here now, and we see we get back four. So um, <clears throat> this is great. This is our first foray into uh, playing with IRB. Uh, other things we can do is we can you know, type um, a string of hello world, and we'll get more into strings uh, later on. Right now, I'm just kind of showing some examples of things you can do in IRB. So we say hello world, just like that, and it prints that same string back to us. Um, the other thing we can do is um, strings and numbers and all our data types that we're going to get into in future um, episodes in this series are, uh, we can call methods on them to perform uh, you know, some Ruby code on them. So for example, this hello world string here above, um, and one thing to note here, you can hit up arrow and down arrow in this IRB session and recall command history. So if I hit up arrow once, it'll put that string back on the command prompt here. And then let's say we wanted to show this string in all capital letters. So there is a method on the string class. Again, don't, um, get too concerned about this right now. We're going to dive into all this much more right now. I'm just showing some examples of how you can, uh, interact, like do things in IRB. So, uh, hello world. We want to print all of these letters as capital letters. We can do dot upcase, and you can start to see, um, this is a newer thing in, uh, the latest, uh, version of Ruby. It starts filtering down all of the available methods, uh, on a string. As you start to type, if you just type the dot, It'll show you a bunch of methods here. Um, if you start to type a method uh, name, you can start to see that list of things filters down. Uh, the method we want to use here is upcase. Now I can type it all out the rest of the way. Alternatively, if I see it in this list and I want to just get to it real quick, I can just hit tab a few times and now you can see uh, we've gotten to the upcase method here. So if I hit enter here, it'll return to us the string hello world, but this time with all capital letters. So uh, hopefully as you can see, uh, IRB can be extremely helpful for just, you know, experimenting with code, especially when you're in the beginning, just trying to learn some available methods on 
um, you know, a lot of the primitive data types, integers, strings, and so forth. Um, if you want to experiment more with this stuff, one thing you can do, and um, we're going to go to a site here in the browser that you should probably go to and bookmark uh, so you can quickly go back to it later on. Uh, but if you go to ruby-doc.org, uh, this is the official documentation here, uh, what you would want to do is go to current, and then this will be the documentation for the current version of Ruby. Now on this left-hand side here, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Um, there's this pages section, uh, there's class and module index. This is probably where you'll uh, spend most of your time just looking things up, especially in the beginning. Um, but if we scroll through this list, so uh, that hello world string we um, wrote in the IRB session moment a moment ago, uh, that is an object of the string class. So if we click on string here, now we can see in this sidebar over here, there's a method section. Now the method we used in the IRB session uh, that we called on our hello world string was upcase. So if you scroll down this list, um, in here there will be a method called upcase. It will be prefixed with a hash sign as you see right here, uh, or a pound sign if you're old school like me. Um, you'll see it in here, we get to the use uh, upcase right here. So. Uh, we'll dig more into this in the future too, but what this hash sign is indicating here is that this method is what's known as an instance method. So you call this on individual string objects, uh, not the string class itself. Again, don't worry about that too much right now. We will get to this stuff in the future, but that's what this uh, hash at the front of this method name is indicating here. Uh, real quick, as an uh alternative here these methods new and try convert that are prefixed with the double colons these that's there to denote that this is a class level method we'll get to all this in the future but let's get back to our upcase method uh, we can click on this and right here here's the documentation for the upcase method so it tells you a little bit about what this method does you know so it returns a string containing upcase characters in self now don't worry about self too much right here we're going to get into all this in the future but i just want to show you where you can go to start exploring more of the available methods on objects in ruby so that in some spare time uh maybe in between this video and the next one you can poke around uh in the documentation and in irb and start to experiment uh, experiment with that with things so let's go uh, back up to the top here let me grab this and make it quicker um, if we scroll through this list of methods here uh, let's see what's uh, what's one so count uh, so count returns the total number of characters in self that are specified uh, by the given selectors now we don't have to uh, uh, give it any certain selector we can give it any like characters here and it'll count the number of them so let's go ahead and do uh let's see let's recall our hello world example let's back uh backspace this let's do count uh let's count all of the l's in here so we'll uh pass in just the string of l right here as an argument and it tells us that there are three occurrences of the character l in this string right here and if we look one two and three that is correct so uh, again, this is IRB. We're going to use IRB a lot throughout this section. Um, now let's talk about 
how we can uh, start to run Ruby code that's in program files next. All right, so let's go make our first little uh, Ruby program file here. So currently we're still in IRB. Let's exit IRB first and then go make a Ruby file. So the way to get out of IRB is by simply typing exit and hitting enter. And now you've gone, you're exited IRB and you're back in your normal uh, terminal. So I'm gonna just clear this out real quick, start fresh here. So uh, what I would say to do is um, make a directory somewhere to uh, put all of your Ruby um, code that you're gonna write in this section of the learning path. Um, what I have set up here is from my home directory, there is a directory called code. And inside of that, uh, this code directory, uh, currently I have a bunch of files and directories that I can list out by using the ls command. Uh, I'm going to clear this here again. Um, so what you can do is uh, you can make a directory, name it whatever you want. If you want to follow what I did uh, here uh, and make this code directory, uh, please do so. Um, so from here, the first thing we want to do is just make a Ruby file. Now, the way we do that, uh, we can do it from the command line right here with the touch command. So we can write touch, do a space, and then we can say the name of our uh, Ruby file that we want to create here. Um, so in this case, I'm just going to say um, maybe running uh, programs.rb. Now the .rb uh, is what denotes that this is a Ruby program file. So touch running programs.rb, you can hit enter on that. And then you can see that uh, nothing really happened, or at least it doesn't look like it. However, if we uh, type the ls command again and look through this list right here, we can see um, that we have uh, running programs.rb right here. So I'll clear this out again. Now, what we can do is we can open up our code editor and start writing Ruby code inside of that file. So I'm going to open up Visual Studio Code here by simply typing code and period, meaning uh, let's open up our code editor in this current directory. That's what the period denotes here. So I'll hit enter on that, and we'll see in a moment here that VS Code will open up. Perfect. Um, not worry about this. Now, on our file tree over here on the left, we need to find our running programs.rb file, and here it is right here. Uh, let me get this out of the way. Running programs.rb, we can click on that file, and then now I'm going to collapse this real quick. And just we can see our uh, file here. As we can see right here, we just have an empty file. So let's, uh, in this file, let's do uh, what we did in the uh, IRB session and just write out some uh, very simple Ruby code and get it to uh, run, get set up so that we can run this program and see the same results over in our terminal. So to get started, uh, the first thing I'm going to do is uh, I'm just going to do two plus, oops, two plus two right here. Now, one thing to note here that's going to be different is that over in IRB, when we hit enter on this code, it ran and executed and evaluated this line of code and printed the result to the screen for us and then looped back around waiting for and waiting for uh, more Ruby code. In this program file, that's not going to happen. So if we go to run this program right now, Ruby will evaluate this code, but we're not going to see any result printed back to the screen. So we need to 
use a method that's built into Ruby in order to see the result of this code printed out to our terminal. So uh, what I'm going to do here is go into the front of this code and there's a, a few things, a few ways we can print out the results here. Uh, let's look at one of the most uh, widely used and most common ways to do that. And it's this puts method. So you literally write P-U-T-S, put a space, and then the code that you want to be evaluated and printed to the screen. So what uh, puts will do here is it will do what I just said, and then it will append a new line character to it so that uh, the next line, if we have this line of code, if we had it uh, written out like three times right here, the result of two plus two would not be printed next to each other on the same line. They would all be printed on new lines. So uh, let's save this file. And then I'm going to hop back over into my terminal. And then the way we run this program file is by passing the name of the file to the Ruby interpreter. The way we access the Ruby interpreter is simply by saying Ruby and then space. And then we give it the name of the file. So our name uh, file name is running programs.rb. If we hit enter on this, we see that we get four printed to the screen. Uh, let's go back here and get rid of this um, uh, puts call right here. So if I save this file now and I go back and we uh, run this uh, program file again, again, I'm hitting up arrow to recall my command history to my last command, which is this one. We hit enter. We don't see anything printed to the screen there. That's because we need to tell Ruby that we want the result uh, to be output and printed out to our terminal here. So again, that is with the puts method. Okay, so that's IRB and running Ruby programs. We will be utilizing both of these a lot more through the remainder of this section of the learning path. Um, in the meantime, if you find yourself with some free time uh, between this video and moving on to the next one, uh, I would encourage you to experiment in IRB uh, and try and see if you can recreate what we did in this uh, lesson from scratch. Um, perhaps go look at more of the string methods available uh, on the Ruby documentation site that I showed you uh, a moment ago. And just experiment, you know, try to start getting um, a little bit of understanding of Ruby and just have some fun uh, in IRB and writing program files. So with that all out of the way, uh, I will see you in the next lesson.